Hello, welcome to Listcast, where the best things in the world come to be judged. On this episode, the best cartoons of the 90s, with Danny Fernandez, Jeff May, and Vanessa Britton. Hey, we're recording! Hey! At least I believe we are. Welcome to Listcast, everybody. I'm Adam Todd Brown, sitting off in the periphery. Joe Kay would like to let us know he takes it as a personal insult that he is not here for this. Good. Joe. Oh, good. <laughs> I got plenty of other personal insults for you, Joe. Yeah. We're full of them. Uh, look at all the people from Maine. I want- the state that kicked Jeff May out. Ooh. I transferred schools, so <laughs> nice try. Oh, uh, um, I'm like real. I'm okay now. How about there we go? Well, you can move your chair. You don't have to just lean. It's glued. I glued it. Is that oh weird? Is oh that, is that bad? Rudy, unfortunately, the only thing I have to say about recess right now is just, how much I didn't know my haircut became Spinelli. Vanessa, just a heads up: <clears throat> if you read a if you read a comment, yeah, say you're reading a comment because reading this a goes comment. because this goes up on Friday as I'm a regular podcast. Ah. And if you respond to comments without acknowledging that it you're responding to a comment. It just sounds like there's a, a bunch comment, of people in the room. You, well, no, you just sound like a crazy person spouting out facts. And that's, you'll, you'll that's hear my Jeff, MO. You'll hear Jeff do it pretty regularly. There will be a podcast and he'll just, in the middle of it, go, I don't fucking like Red Lobster. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? It's weird for a cartoons podcast, but I'm doing it. Well, we've never done a cartoons it'll, podcast. It'll, 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 I have right? one thing to say. You asked me Why on. is it Wolf Lamp on? Uh, because it has to plug into something, and there's nothing for it to no. plug into. Um, I was Spinelli for Halloween this nice. year. Oh, very and nice. everything, her entire outfit, you can pick up at Ross. So. Oh, wow. First Spinelli. time guest on ListCast. Oh, You've been on lots of podcasts before. Danny Fernandez, how's it going? Yeah. Yay, Danny. <laughs> I was trying to look at some 90s cartoons on YouTube before this, and a lot of them had been flagged. So, damn, freaking Nickelodeon <clears throat> staying up to date on there. Yeah, Nickelodeon. You don't mess, don't mess wait, around. Who does Disney, that cool? Disney who owns, I was going to say. And Nickelodeon. Doesn't, who owns Nickelodeon now? Did Disney buy Nickelodeon no at one point in time? That would be weird. Isn't I thought it? they did. I thought Isn't they did still... back in like 2008. Oh, God. Uh, Somebody should look that up for us. That's like I'm a not, mega conglomerate. Then. I'm certainly not going to look it up. I don't think it is, just because... In my mind, I'd like to keep them separate still. Well, at work... Yeah. Um, oh, I can't announce this yet. But they're different. Like, we have different licensing rules for either one. Now people are saying Viacom owns... Yeah, Nickelodeon. it's Viacom. Uh, uh, we should know that, yeah. Uh, look at all these people that are uh, on the comments uh, doing hashtag turn on wolf lamp. Well, why don't you bring a laptop that you can plug Wolf Lamp into? Because I don't know if this cord is going to stretch. And I'm sitting over here trying to run things tonight. Oh, right? it might stretch. Oh, will you calm down? I'm we excited. Do I like it. A thing where, like, to now see. Now turn the stupid lamp on. Who remembers the most themes? Because I feel like I know a lot of 90s Nicktoon and Disney. <laughs> yeah, I'll names. probably get involved uh, in a lot of those. I think more sitcom. And I actually had like a really funny moment. I went to a drag show this week and they were doing like all of the sitcom themes like as a sing-along. And everybody knew every single one except for the Family Matters sitcom, but I knew that one. And I just, I, I was so drunk. I was just like, y'all need to watch more black sitcoms. Like I... Nobody knew the Family Matters thing. You were keeping them woke and also remembering the 90s. You got it. Whatever happened to the man, the, the paper boy, the evening TV. That was actually, uh, that was Full House, right? Yeah. Everywhere you look. Everywhere. We're not cartoons. 
So why the fuck so, are we singing? So what 90s. are we talking about on this episode 90s today? cartoons! 90s cartoons. 90s cartoons. How exciting. And just to go through the rules for uh, Danny, who's never done the show, yeah. and for anyone listening at home, the way it works is this. We each uh, go around the room. You have five picks, hopefully. You've already decided on your picks. Vanessa, stop that. And you each go around and make one pick. And then after everyone has uh, gone through their various picks, then you each go around and take turns cutting one from the list. We cut two each. Right? That'll Jeff's a real mean about I it. I know. I'm just trying How to think of who I want to throw out to the wolves first. The wolf lamp? The wolf lamp. The wolf like lamp. It. Well, we cut and after. Yeah, if everyone would uh, keep track of what the picks okay. are. I'll read them off at the end so you can. Uh, I finally learned my lesson on that one. Yeah. And then that'll get us to okay. uh, nine picks. And then I get to save one. Ooh. Adam Todd Brown, savior of the Wild picks. card. Yeah. Ooh, and then, uh, then we put a poll up, and the audience decides who's who wins. Okay. They decide the final top five list, and they also will and then be, we all go home angry. Except all, me, I'm already home. Go ahead, Danny. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, but they'll also take in consideration who's wearing the Animaniacs um, Auto Monster shirt. So, oh yeah, you can definitely do some campaigning okay. at the end. Mm-hmm. That's not okay. a cartoon, Jeff. That could That's represent any. Ba- <laughs> oh yeah, there's never Batman. been any Batman cartoons. Killer Mike is on the back of this shirt. <laughs> What is that? A it's frisky a, dingo this, shirt? You it's monster? a paint dude's hoodie. Okay. <laughs> Jeb is just wearing a shirt that says Batman across it. That could literally be the 1989 Batman. We don't know. So it doesn't even count. It doesn't even. Why are you? I'm going to punch you directly in the ribs. <laughs> That's how in goes. the ribs. That's Ouch. very Batman esque, actually. Yeah, because you can't kill anyone do. being so, Batman. So. He's oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So saw Bat- Lego Batman today. Fantastic. Is it good? Yeah, yeah I I've, heard, see it. I've heard good things. So uh, should we get to our picks? Yeah. We always let the new guest go first. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Danny. <sighs> What's your first pick? Okay, a lot of pressure. I'm going to go with Pepper Ann. Pepper Yay. Ann, Pepper Ann, much too cool for seventh grade. Pepper Ann, she's like one in a million. I loved her. I love the fact that they had her as this very sophisticated middle schooler. Pepper Ann uh, appeared, for me at least, when I watched it. It was Saturdays on the block that ABC had. She was a hardcore feminist with a single mother. There was a ton of women in her family. Also, her sister, who had non-traditional gender roles. Her sister's name was Moose, but she dressed like a tomboy, and she was a skateboarder. You're not timed on this, by the oh, way. You sorry. can breathe in the middle of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, I got to get all this. All these bullet points. Please don't kill Pepperhead. Please don't kill her. (laughs) She has a family. She has a family. Everyone's like, wow, she's making this really uncomfortable. Um, Yeah, so I I loved her. She, She also envisioned herself as like a superhero. So, uh, and she would have these fantasies about herself kind of like Lizzie McGuire but she did it first and so she had this Pepper Ann superhero kind of like how Doug does with Quail Man but yeah she and I quote said hang on I'll find it Pepper Ann um, got room for this of course no, this, <laughs> <laughs> she said of course a woman can be president not in 200 years but now that was in the 90s she kind of missed, the, she missed, missed the boat it. on that one huh? But that was in the 90s. She was ahead of her time. She was also created by Sue Rose, uh, another fantastic woman. And yeah, I love the fact that it had a single working mother. 
And then Pepper Ann, who dealt with middle school issues, uh, she always typically did the wrong thing. There were consequences for it, but she always prevailed. And yeah, I, I loved her. And there was always a moral lesson in Pepper Ann. And I really related to her. Nice. That That's a good pick. Thank you. So you're saying it was Girl Doug? It was a more feminist Virgin, I would say. And I loved me her insane 90s pattern balloon pants. Yes, her the yeah. styles were still she largely does, she 80s does, 90s. She looks Kira Lusby says Pepper Ann greater than Doug. Oof, greater Thank than. You. There it is. Mm. Uh, it's funny. She looks like somebody like a soccer mom went to the Fountain of Youth with that picture. Like she was wearing like 90s soccer mom clothes. She's very like Felicity. I, I think of her as like uh, Hey Arnold meets Recess meets... Clarissa explains it all. There's a lot of recess. The big Clarissa in explains mm-hmm. it all. Ian Sean McClendon says, "Good last place pick." <laughs> <laughs> I was so. This was one of my well, ultimates. Well, I just. What's funny about it is when we got in before Danny was like, you know, I picked. I didn't pick certain ones that I really, <laughs> really cared about because I didn't think they'd win. <laughs> Here's Pepper Ann. I was like, really. I tried to pick. I tried hey. to pick ones that weren't one-dimensional because I feel like the things I actually loved were just like stupid, this and that's why a, I love This them. isn't a civil rights podcast. Guys, you can I'm pick so the used you like. to YouTube people like just shitting on everything I do ever. So I, I loved Pepper Ann. Like, yes. I, yeah. really I loved Pepper I actually genuinely loved Pepper Ann. Yeah. I think I liked it because it was it's that knobby need like before you care about being cute moment mm-hmm. in a girl's life. And she's in middle school. Yeah, which is arguably harder than high school because middle school things are changing and yeah and i like the fact that they picked her with that i know nothing about middle school jeff it was like you're all a bunch of little pepper ants jeff cut say. the sass what's your next what's your first pick oh i oh, uh, i'll mouth, tell you jeff. what this one this one holds a little bit. i was i was debating between uh two <clears throat> for this one spot and uh, this one means a lot to me, especially because I live in Burbank and I get to see the beginning of this cartoon every day. And you're... that's Animaniacs. <laughs> like, I live right near the Animaniacs water tower. Same. Like, how crazy is that? Um, Animaniacs is fantastic. Warner Brothers cartoon, sort of um, the true sort of Looney Tunes sequel. Tiny Toon Adventures was all right, but it was really just like a carbon copy of of the Looney Tunes with more of like a strung together narrative. Animaniacs was just a really great sort of like anthology style Looney Tunes, Merry Melodies God, it's the best comedy writing I've ever seen. Yeah, like really, really great. Really good sketch, yeah, writing. I really really feel like Animaniacs was just, it was brilliant. Like the best parts actually weren't the main parts either. Like I remember like really loving like the Slappy Squirrel and... uh, there was always like the. I love the, Slappy the, Smoker's the but, voice. Button, but, uh, <laughs> buttons and Mindy. Oh, uh, Buttons and Mindy is what I feel boo. like our relationship is. <laughs> just, just protecting. <laughs> um, chicken Boo. Like, I love the idea of Chicken Boo, how it's just like everybody thinks this six foot tall chicken is a person, and there's only one person who's like, this guy's a fucking chicken. And everyone's like, duh, get the fuck out of here. And they beat the hell out of him. And then at the end, you know, you wear a disguise to look like human guys, but you're not you're a right. man, you're, you're a chicken. chicken. Boo. Yeah. It was like so heartbreaking and great at the same time. I really feel like Animaniacs was a great show, especially for parents that are showing something to their kids that they can both enjoy, which there wasn't a lot of that, especially in the 90s where like 
a lot of stuff aimed towards kids was starting to lean towards gross out stuff. Yeah. And Animaniacs didn't spend that much time focusing on it. Now, granted, there was, you know, wacko burping and stuff like that. There or the fingerprints joke. Yeah, the fingerprints joke. Yeah. Oof. But like, yeah, someone said mention the Prince joke. Oh, did that? Yeah. Nathan Dingy made a comment that said, Animaniacs introduced me to ATB's favorite band, They Might Be Giants. That was Tiny Toon Adventures. And that is definitely <laughs> not my favorite band. The, and, uh, <laughs> that was Tiny Toon Adventures. It was the music video Seems episode. like they really made an impact. Your show really made an <laughs> impact. <laughs> Uh, uh, you guys have Pinky in the Brain. Yeah, and which which led to the spinoff. I mean, it was just... I mean, Animaniacs is just a strong comedy that was very, very smart, well-written, and aware. And they were. it was sort of like reverential, and, and it kind of was aware of what's going on in pop culture at the time, commented on it well. It was, I think, the true sequel to the Looney Tunes, and that's why I, I chose Animaniacs. Good pick. Drop the Vanessa. Mic. Uh, mine's actually kind of tangent to Jeff. I picked Freakazoid. And while I love Animaniacs and I love Freakazoid, I lean more towards Freakazoid because Freakazoid was produced by Bruce Timms, who also produced uh, Batman the Animated Series. So it has that superhero feeling to it of a lot of the cartoons we watch. Like, Freakazoid felt like a Spider-Man origin story or a lot of the origin stories that we'd read in DC and Marvel. But it had a lot of the humor that you didn't really find until like characters like Deadpool became famous when it came to fourth wall breaking and Freakazoid had fourth wall breaking pop culture references, parodies. Uh, Freakazoid actually had that famous episode where Pinky in the brain and Wacko and Freakazoid run into Steven Spielberg's office and make him decide, which is his favorite, which he just ends in who, who are you people? It had some of my favorite. The writers on those cartoons were really. The like, writers they loved were, oh, talking sure, about yeah. Spielberg too. Like they I loved, they that. loved talking about Spielberg. They would bring up and use actual characters like Mark Hamill or like the current censorship directors, and it was a cartoon that like respected the intelligence of the viewers. Like it didn't treat us like we were idiots. So it do really interesting, funny pop culture. Candlejack, one of my favorite villains of all time, or Arms Akimbo, like. Really funny, well thought out uh, villain. So Freakazoid's absolutely no, my first pick. He was like the blue guy with like the the big like electric shock. Yeah, he had like hair. electric shock hair, and he had okay. like the red suit, and he'd go freak out. Are and they become Freakazoid? Gonna do a movie? I uh, really hope so. No, I mean I feel like with with the popularity of Deadpool and Deadpool doing well, I feel like like you said R-rated he was Freakazoid. Well, like, an Freakaz- R-rated Freakazoid. Yeah, Freakazoid is would be basically like PG thirteen, like, but uh, it yeah Freakazoid would be PG thirteen, but like Freakazoid. Was everything people loved about Deadpool before right. Deadpool was yes. doing it? Yes, and I agree with that. I mean, Deadpool premiered in 1991. I know it premiered in 91, but it was a different Deadpool. That's it was true. a more mercenary. We didn't really get that fourth Tension. wall Deadpool until later. Like that was the more mercenary. I'll allow it. Yeah, it was the more like <laughs> Merc with a mouth arguing with Wolverine <laughs> about issues of morality. Deadpool. We didn't get Chimichanga fucking meme Deadpool until <laughs> like, later. No reference. Just he made Batman. that shirt himself. <laughs> I know. Tell. With it looks like bleach someone and a took Q-tip. a neon crayon and just <laughs> <laughs> wrote Batman. Oh, Jeff, we're I talking shit it. about you. It's great. No, no, no. I want to hear more of this. <laughs> you will. Don't worry. We have a long, we have a ways to go. Danny, what's your next pick? Oh, oh shit. Okay. So we do it. I get it. Okay, so I won't know what has gotten kicked out. No, not until we finish this. Ooh, okay. Um, <laughs> I mean your stuff is getting kicked out. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with one of the ones that I was going to save for last, but apparently I need to save is this is one of my favorites is Hey Arnold. Yeah. Hey Hey Arnold Arnold is 
the best Nickelodeon cartoon. Like that is hands down. I mean, there was Rugrats, there's Doug, there's nothing that's quite like Hey Arnold. You have an extremely sophisticated character who lives in a boarding house with a lot of other characters that come from different backgrounds and different cultures. He loves jazz. He oh. Has- <laughs> oh, oh, I'm out. He is like Ryan Gosling in La La Land, um, who's out up again. for an Oscar. That is Hey Arnold. He had the coolest. Fu- Am he I was a football to cuss? head guy. Yeah, right? he was football head. Coolest fucking uh, 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 room in cartoon history ever. He got the, flip the top out bed. room with a flip out bed. He got a skylight. That's where I learned what a skylight was. Skylights the alarm great. clock that I'm was his go, own head. I'm gonna go money bin from Ducktales as the coolest. No, room. no. Hey Arnold was. <laughs> you so can't cool. sleep in a money bin. You can buy. He shit also to had the sixth bin. grade girls that liked him. We can't forget Maria. Uh, who was always, yeah. I, I always, when I come home to my dog, I'm always like, what goes on here? That's what she said <laughs> to him all the time. Um, anyways, uh, he had a girl that made a gum statue out of him. Uh, this is, I'm talking about the heir to Big Bob's Beepers. Uh, I love <laughs> Helga Patak. I love me, Helga. Yeah. Boy, that is the 90th thing I've ever heard. Yeah, of huh? course. Um, I love the fact that they, that he was basically an adult in a little kid's body. Um, it, hey Arnold was also the first Nickelodeon show that they had kids voicing the characters. Yeah, that added an authenticity that didn't really exist before. And like, while Arnold was a cool character, I love the side character so much more because they would go through a lot of personal growth. Like the episode when Helga had to go see a therapist and yeah. she realized that she came from a dysfunctional family right. and she was overcoming it otherwise. Or Harold's struggle with like religion and becoming a man when he had to go to his bat mitzvah and he really didn't know what that entitled and he was scared of it. Like Harold, the side characters made it for me just because a lot of them had such different experiences that so many people can relate to that was really interesting to see and for me like I grew up in the suburbs and it was like this show about the city and it was kind of based off of it it wasn't based off of one they said it was Portland Brooklyn and I forgot basically like all the hipster (laughs) there was like one other one yeah Mm -hmm. one other one but um yeah in his boarding house like he had a non-traditional family he was raised by his grandparents he was around a lot of other cultures that you got to see throughout the show and um yeah I just I really loved it also the music was really cool the music was awesome and I guarantee that somebody listening to this at some point cried at the Pigeon Man episode yes you know what's crazy is I didn't watch Hey Arnold so yeah, like I don't I'm hearing about it from that is crazy holy <laughs> shit Jeff. I've seen most cartoons <laughs> I don't know if you knew me but Crayon Batman sure <laughs> yeah that's true and I, so it's interesting to hear sort of your pa- both of you got like Super deep into that, so yeah. clearly he was it was really a big smooth. Deal. You guys, he was a smooth kid. Hey, Arnold was for most of us that didn't have like our parents, like for anybody that was a latchkey kid. Yeah. Most of your lessons came from Hey Arnold, and it didn't come in like a really twee like don't steal kids kind of way. Well, not like I had with GI Joe guys, just telling <laughs> me to like yeah. Not start fires and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. it was less GI Joe, and it was and it was another example of a cartoon that like respected the intelligence of its viewers. Yes, oh. Travis Wolf says Arnold is one of the few Jewish cartoon protagonists that I know of, and oh. that's pretty yeah, cool. Had- He's out. Well, also uh, <laughs> Rugrats had an all Hanukkah episode. Yeah, because you- the Pickles were a Jewish family. Yeah, and Arnold was Arnold himself wasn't Jewish. I think Harold he was, was. Cast- the Finsters. Harold. 
Yeah. Um, Harold, the bully with right. the beanie. He was the Jewish one because he had an episode about his bat mitzvah and then he had that other episode where he was uh, working in a butcher shop and he mentioned being kosher. Are you guys trying to tell me that a cartoon created in Hollywood had, had Jewish writers? <laughs> I'm not going to believe that for a second. Wait, Xavier had said, and I, uh, Stoop Kid, uh, I love best personal growth. Is a stoop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. stoop Kid is one of my, fa- I, my group of friends growing up in high school all referred to each other as the Stoop Kids. Uh, <laughs> if that shows how, like, what serious imprint that episode had on so many kids. Mine was always that creepy kid that was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kid. <laughs> <laughs> And he was always like standing behind Helga. There was a real. Remember the train episode? I can talk about. I can talk about this this series forever. They had a lot of good urban legend episodes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Why are you looking at me? Why are you looking at me? Because I was that about to tell you. Ep- I'm going to go home and watch as soon the as Danny said, episode. Danny, as soon as you said, I could talk about this forever, Adam and I just like made eye contact. <laughs> but I'm not, and I'm done with my pick. Uh, Jeff, what's all right. your next pick? Uh, that was a good pick. I'll match, I'll match networks with you. You Nickelodeon? All right. I'm going to go with a Nickelodeon cartoon. This one I've actually been recently re-watching and viewing it probably for the first time in about 10 to 15 years. Uh, and that's Ren and Stimpy. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I appreciate it a lot more for very different reasons than I used to as a kid. Like as a kid, I liked because it was like, ah, it's gross. It's a fart joke. That's funny. Now I'm looking at it now and it's like, it's interesting because they're obviously a couple, um, which I think is, is I mean, <laughs> I love it. And when they, which I think is great. And it's, the one problem is when they tried to reboot Ren and Stimpy right, on yeah. Spike TV yeah. around 2004, they didn't hide it. They just made overtly gay jokes, and that yeah. kind of ruined it a little bit. But we're not talking about yeah, the like reboot. the sauna log bit. Yeah, like no, I'm the peacher or whatever. And you're like, yeah. okay, calm I down. think also because they were allowed to be however they wanted, whereas with that Nickelodeon, they were like hiding it. Yeah, in. it was like, well, it was like nine o'clock on Saturdays, mm-hmm. so it's like not a bad time. There were no technically. It's a good time when your parents don't care about your well being and they just let you stay. <laughs> yeah, right. Like that's the hour for you don't have a bedtime, and also you could just eat bowls of sugar. But like it was so fantastically, it was so like it folded in on itself over and over and over again. It played to all these really great, like their sci-fi tropes that they were doing were fantastic, like the um, Commander Hoek and Cadet Stimpy stuff was fantastic. Mm-hmm. The Powdered Toast Man yes, hero, powder all the commercials. Oh, There's graffiti of power toast, Powdered Toast Man right around the corner. Yeah, from there is. I need to see it. Um, the, com- the commercials that they would do, like obviously like the log, like everybody still remembers log. Like that's the thing. The sugar frosted lumps, like all the, all the like little bumpers that they did, all the like old 50s and 60s cartoons and child that they like sort of brought back in and pushed through, but with an adult slant, so good. And, and it's it really does withstand the the time and and the addition to that too is some of the animation is unbelievable, like some of the animation plus the sound like they used different styles of animation at different times like sometimes it would be standard like oh it's we just had animators and then sometimes it would be hyper detailed you know like they stills and pers- then like they perfected the hyper zoom in that SpongeBob uses now yeah yeah. And it was Oh, SpongeBob does a lot of stuff from Ren and Stimpy. And John Kay originated that. Like the the weirdness of characters and how icky they look and how gross they can be yeah. like yeah, up close. I feel like SpongeBob does a lot of that. Like the pores and the and the, the pores and the, and the blemishes and, and, yeah. and the yeah, and the but pimples did you ever see sticking the John Kay intro on the Simpsons? Maybe. It's phenomenal. It's 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 exactly that. Yeah. 
John, John, John Kay, obviously uh, fantastic animator and, and the style of art that he brought is, is sort of stuck with us, I think, pretty heavily. And it gave a, a really big sort of platform for Billy West as Stimpy and then eventually as both. Um, Fry. Yeah, Fry. Fry. And everything. Fry. He's everything. He's now, everything right? on Looney Tunes now. Yeah, he's everything. He's, he's the Mel Holy Blanc of, of our generation, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, easily. But yeah, so Ren and Stimpy. I, I It really does hold up. It, I think they just took it off Hulu, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was really... <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like my brain is gone because I said fry and then I whispered fry lock, which is not correct. <laughs> no, is but I'm sure not. somebody heard out there. Um, and I just want to know that I then like sat here and I was like, no, no, no. That's, <laughs> he doesn't do both fries. <laughs> okay, Vanessa, what's your next pick? I'm doing the What a Cartoon Show, later known as the Cartoon Cartoon Show. It seems like an obvious pick, but there's a very specific reason. And the What a Cartoon Show is basically um, every network had their own showcase for cartoon shorts. Nickelodeon had Oh Yeah Cartoons, but the only things that really spun out from there were like Fairly Odd Parents, My Life as a Teenage Robot, and like one other thing. And Disney had Shorty McShort Shorts. Cartoon Network had What a Cartoon in 1995, and that is why most 90s cartoons we know exist now. Like, What a Cartoon's first episode in 1995 was the Meet Fuzzy Lumpkins episode. It was the pilot for Powerpuff Girls. The second episode was the pilot for Dexter's Lab. The third was Yucky Duck, and most people don't remember Yucky Duck, but I fucking love Yucky Duck. Wasn't Johnny Bravo um, in that group? Too? Johnny Bravo. Okay. Like, this is just the list of the shows whose pilots were all on What a Cartoon. Uh, Powerpuff Girls, Dexter's Laboratory, Johnny Bravo, Cow and Chicken, Courage the Cowardly Dog, Whatever Happened to Robot Jones, uh, Grim and Mandy, but at the moment it was Grim and Evil. And actually, the what spun off into Family Guy. It used to be called a show like La Larry's Life or something in Larry, and then it eventually became Family Guy. Is that Seth MacFarlane? Yeah, yeah it's Seth MacFarlane. Oh. And so a lot of shows had their pilots on What a Cartoon, but the reason I picked it is because a lot of animators that wouldn't normally have a show out of a thing got to do a lot of shorts that they just really wanted to do. Like Butch Hartman got to do one called um, Mina and the Count, which is one of my favorite things in the world. I think anthology cartoons are fantastic oh, because yeah, it so really cool. gets a lot of different, you get so many oh, different flavors. Yeah. You know? And I just mixed it. It wasn't Mina and the Count. Butch Hartman did one called Gramps, which was a really cool cartoon about an old man messing up the story of like a war story he's telling his grandkids and uh, John McIntyre did Mean in the Count which is like another really good one and it got the it gave them chances to do cartoons that they couldn't do in long form and have fun with it like Ralph Bakshi did two cartoons yeah. John Kay did nice. three cartoons yeah, Bakshi he did like a little hobbit but there's just <laughs> fart sounds the whole time like Seth MacFarlane did a few uh, they had like a few little anthology ones that I really liked like Kitchen Casanova or Help which is like a cat that pricks its finger and goes to like a horrifying hospital situation. And then like it, it spun off my favorite show of all time, which I'm going to name on this list, uh, like courage. Cause it courage. The Carly dog would have never had a pilot if it wasn't for what a cartoon and it got nominated and won an award yeah. for best short. Uh, so what I'm noticing here with a lot of people that are commenting here is that they, they seem to be, some people are anti the anthology because they think it's almost like you're, covering too like a shotgun you, you know you're spreading out too much i don't really Do you think that was something this is something that does sort of hit a singular note for you where it's like this was what it was or yeah it, it absolutely the significance hits, of it? it it hits a singular note for me just because a lot of the cartoons that they had on there are 
they wouldn't be a show on their own together, but strung together, it was curated in a way where I looked forward to it because I know I was going to see something new and something interesting. Mm. And uh, it's it's not like that shotgun blast where it's like, oh yeah, it catches everything because while I'm happy that it spun off a lot of my favorite shows, the one-offs that were done were my favorite. The stuff you liked and was not the stuff that got picked up. It's like saying, yeah, and okay. it's like saying Looney Tunes because that's what I was inspired yeah. by. Every short was seven <laughs> minutes. Like yeah. the so, current president of Cartoon Network at the time said he wanted to do a Nickelodeon seven-minute anthology thing and put the focus back on just cartoons. And that's is. why the 90s worked. Because he wasn't looking at what a lot of people were putting out at the time. He wanted to put the love back into the animators themselves. And it was a format for animators to love, do their thing. love letter to animators. Yeah. Someone in the comments said that picking that is like picking <laughs> Black <laughs> Mirror or something. But we picked Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah, why wouldn't you pick Black why Mirror if we were doing sci-fi shows? Why can't you Black Mirror or yeah. any of those things? Yeah. And anthology isn't... it. Just because it spun off into bigger things didn't mean I didn't know yeah. it was going to spin off into bigger things. So, yeah, I mean that that actually kind of reminds me like if you had picked Liquid Television, yeah, and then you were yeah. like, well, you know, Eon Flux and Beavis and Butthead. It's like, yeah, but Liquid Television was so much more than that. Yeah. So in that regards, like, yeah, what she's picking is so much more than that. She couldn't pick. Oh, there was this one short that I really liked about a grandfather <laughs> telling this war story, like. This fits. I, I agree with Vanessa. And I, it happened, I don't think this is. Uh, I don't think it's foul at all. And it happened in 1995 in a point where we were on a, like a precipice of what are cartoons going to be? Are they just going to be long promotions to sell shit, or are we going to actually give animators a voice to do what they want to do? And what a cartoon gave them that. There was a lot of identity choices in animation, especially yeah. with the success of Beavis and Butthead and Ren and Stimpy, that a lot of people were trying gross out and it failed because it wasn't clever. Yeah. It was just, and like Sheep in the Big City, uh, one of the commenters just mentioned another show that wouldn't have, it, it was it three episodes, familiar. but it was something that somebody can crank out uh, quickly. And it's the things that didn't get picked up on what a cartoon that I fucking love. It's like that David Huntsberger animated show. Was that based on Babe Pig mm-hmm. in the City? Because then I feel definitely probably it's a, a Babe probably not. Okay. Which Babe Two Pig in the City? Shout out to that. Right. Great yeah. showing on uh, last week's list cast, which was about best movie sequels. You ever seen Babe Two Pig in the City? Of course I have. I saw it in theater. It's so good. You guys remember first Baram you the Baram you mm-hmm. sheep be something sheep be true Baram you. <laughs> That'll do, pig. That'll do. That'll do, pig. And that's right. the end of our show. So <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for coming out, everybody. Good night and God bless. Danny, what's your next pick? I'm back. I'm back. Okay, um, I have a question. So somebody said anime is banned. Um, is Who that said true? That? Somebody in the no, comments. No, because no. somebody else said they but were dying like for it. Okay, so I'm gonna pick an anime show then, which is my favorite anime show, and I feel like I'd be doing it horribly injustice or whatever, not justice, if I didn't pick it, which is um Dragon Ball Z, um, it did air over here for kids and then later on to Nami. Um, so I hope I don't get disqualified. Someone should look that up. Um, You're fine. Thank you. Um, and also to everyone that's like, oh, it's not a cartoon, it's an anime. Well, whatever, it was considered a cartoon for a lot of I people think, over I think it's, here. It's animated, um, and that's fine. It's yeah. animated. Um, yeah, so it was based on Journey to the West. I could go on forever, but key highlights of it. It was my childhood. Um, it it was Japanese storytelling. Um, Akira Toriyama, the creator, made this 
masterfully beautiful, legendary character in Goku, who's also an idiot, and Vegeta, who I have tattooed on my body, Goku and Vegeta. Wait, so you're going with one of the people that you tattooed on yourself? I'm going with one of the people that I have tattooed on myself. And this is why I feel like, I was like, oh, I'm so passionate about that. I feel like I won't be able to do it justice as nothing I say is going to accurately. I have an entire podcast dedicated to this show that Vanessa has been on many times, um, and I still won't be able to do the entire show. Basically, though, it was, uh, for me, it was uh, about perseverance. It was an introduction of superheroes in a way that I related to that I didn't relate quite the same way with Marvel and DC. For some reason, anime, and particularly DBZ, I just loved. I got really invested in the characters that has carried over far into my <laughs> 20s. Yeah, I, I feel like I need to be saying more. Um, th- multiple Say settings. In. They're <laughs> aliens. They're actually not even from Earth. Um, it is one of the longest running anime, hands down, probably the most influential and best anime. It's considered one of the best anime of all time. Um, it has influenced the, so Akira Toriyama has influenced creators like the creator of One Punch Man. Um, we have a lot of the show, a lot of the anime shows that we do today because of DBZ. And um, I also have to thank Toonami for even giving, allowing anime it's over like she here. won an award. <laughs> Toonami won. Um, I'd like to thank Toonami for I'd this like water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people, can I just say, a lot of people shit on dubs and a lot of people shit on Toonami. And I was like, can you please? Like, that's how a lot of us and a lot of American kids were introduced to anime. I'm uh, sorry, but a lot of them wouldn't have seen anime if it weren't. It was that in Sailor I, Moon. I tried yeah. watching Ninja Scroll today and it was subbed, not dubbed. And I literally turned it off. <laughs> um. Yeah, but for some reason, even though because someone talked about how it's like four minutes of action and like, you know, a, a, a lot of buildup, and yet we still tuned in every week. We loved it. And I and I just Sucker. feel, <laughs> yeah, we, it had time travel. It had, you know, yeah, aliens, different planets. It had people, a futuristic person coming back from the past. It had um, different levels. We, this is where we got, this isn't even my final form. Um, we saw transformation. Well, well, it's so, well, I think what I've, noticed from Dragon Ball Z which I've never seen an episode I've never seen an episode of Dragon Ball Z and I still know un- about it Over that shows how important it is yeah because it's how it's so like this is even my, I'm going to what 9,000 yeah it's over like 9,000 it's over 9,000 uh, Goku Vegeta that bald guy wearing the Hawaiian shirt like or whatever like, <laughs> like you just you're talking about Master Oshi yeah you recognize these things And that really goes to show you something that isn't necessarily like, even if everybody hasn't seen it, it's in some way or or another like. Yeah, and I do feel it has influenced a lot of animators. And so um, there's no way I could do a show that has 400 episodes or whatever. It had 280 something, but justice. Or I, but yeah, I, I have to pick this because it has stayed with me my entire life. My brothers and I watched it so much growing up, <laughs> which would make for a lot of uh, um, test your strength fights. Uh, but we also had like you. We also had Bulma, who was Bulma was the My smartest. They made a woman the smartest person on the show. Could've she was up, a right? genius. She was, you know, uh, b- grew it's up gone. to be the president of Capsule <laughs> Eliminated. Corp. <laughs> she created the time machine she made you know it honestly put Toonami on the map for a lot of like it allowed it was an introduction she made the Dragon Ball Radar 
Well, it put it well. It put a lot. It put anime in a lot of people's radars. Yes. So after that, that's when they started greenlighting things like Tenchi Muyo, or um, like eventually, uh, what's that fucking anime that everybody watched in the early two thousands? Pokemon. Gundam. <laughs> well, I mean, they had a lot of the early Simpsons. Gundams. Inuyasha. Uh, but they had a lot of the uh, or Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Vampire Bebop. Hunter D. Um, and Dragon Ball Z kind of like put the foot in the door. Transformers. Of, hey, I think you guys will be into this. So yeah, it, no, it's it, good. Yeah, it gave Toonami that bump. That's a good. Okay. That's, that's a, a good, good pick. pick. That's a damn the audience pick. seems to be way into. Yeah, it. they got okay, super into also. it. Now they're naming other animes, and I'm like, those aren't words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, Don't what about get Bleach? carried like, away. Not even a Nirvana fan, pal. <laughs> Back off. All right, Jeff. What's your next? Pick? All right, this one is actually my favorite. Uh, I don't expect it to win. But it should, and that <laughs> it should, it just should, and I stand by this, and I've said this multiple times in conversation: is I don't know why it doesn't get listed in greatest animated series of all time, and that's the Tick. Um, the Tick. Oh, I love uh, the Tick. Fox's, Fox's The Tick animated series was a perfect example of a of a fun, goofy animated superhero show that was brilliant like absolutely brilliant the dialogue in that show was perfect the characters well well created uh ben edland brought his comic book and shifted it directly into animation like it wasn't even remotely a different change like there were some animated series from superheroes that like the mood shifted a little bit to fit the cartoons this was a perfectly made cartoon off of a perfectly made uh, comic book. Uh, it's I can't I don't know how to describe it other like Spoon! yeah like it's so great like the he's got the he he there's one where he's like he's like oh I see a little boy in this block of wood and you think he's carving out like a Pinocchio or something and then you see him like later and it's just like he screwed legs onto an ugly piece of wood. <laughs> oh God, I love it so oh, much. Like he has what like one of the main villains is uh, a character named the Terror who was a Stalin like a Stalin era supervillain in the 40s, but he's just like this old, decrepit, 108-year-old guy and he can't do anything. Ah, it's so good. God, watch The Tick. Everybody watch The Tick. Buy it on DVD and then send it Is to me. Is that going to be a thing now too? Isn't that coming back? Amazon yeah. has a series. The, oh, the, yeah, The okay. Tick. Amazon series is great. The live action series with Patrick Warburton, right? Not great, right? Uh, it did have the creation of a character named Batman. Well, which was a Hispanic Batman, <laughs> was, what, played by the mayor of Gotham City from uh, from the Chris Nolan Dark Knight trilogy. Batman oh my god! Well, but he was Batman. Well, and uh, and that's so that, the best thing I've ever heard in my life. It was Patrick Warburton, Bruce was, Wan. Yeah. <laughs> But like the like the sewer urchin character that was basically uh, if Rain Man was a superhero, and it was <laughs> and he was uh, God and and the Deflator Mouse character, uh, the Batman character was basically a guy who got all the credit, but he was a super coward. And anytime anything ever happened on the show, uh, he would just disappear. Like he'd be like, "Oh, I gotta go." Um, nice. If if there's a really really brilliant episode you can probably youtube it or or just find it it's the tick versus proto clown and it's a really good sort of solid example of why that show uh deserves to be number 1 it's a good pick yep Vanessa. it's a good tick okay. ah. i hate you so should we just kick that off yeah, now let's just yeah i think okay. we should just oh and arthur's number arthur's battle cry is not in the face not in the face <laughs> such a great mine too <laughs> that's a, yeah. <laughs> Fucking or fighting, my battle cry is not yeah. in the face. <laughs> yeah. uh, Vanessa, what's your next pick? So my pick, it just barely makes the cut 
of 90s because it premiered towards, well, the show itself premiered towards the end of the 90s, but the pilot premiered in 95, and I'm 24, so give me a break. Courage the Cowardly Dog. That is maybe my favorite show. It is, yeah, it's actually my favorite show. From an animator perspective, it's really cool because they used hints of mixed animation in ways that wasn't mm-hmm. used before. Like one episode specifically that brings that to mind is Courage in the Big Stinkin' City where he's going through different doors and there's something terrifying in each door but they use a different form of animation to make it creepy. So like there's papermation and claymation and like they use CGI in the most brilliant way possible to be terrifying. Because at the time, CGI looked fucking... Yeah, I was going to say, at a time when it wasn't great. CGI wasn't great. It was like reboot. It looks horrible. Oh my God, reboot was terrifying. episode one of Courage the Cowardly Dog, and I'm not talking the pilot Chicken from Outer Space, like the one from the series, uh, used CGI for their villain, and it was horrifying. Like to this day... Most kids that watch the show oh, remember yes. Return oh, the Slab or something. Wait, what was that curse. like weird blue? Th- oh, the weird blue thing when he was having a nightmare. Yes. It was, no, it was like, Freakazoid. Actually. No, it was you're not. Shut up. <laughs> he had a nightmare and there was like this weird fetal yes. blue thing that was like you're not yes. perfect. Oh my gosh, um, it would use Terrifying. CGI and its villains to creep people out, and it was a show that was both scary and charming and funny all at once because it have very sweet moments like about acceptance or like being giving of yourself to others or like uh, maternal sacrifices and then it have really scary shit like a cockroach named schwick uh chaining an old woman playing a sitar to a wall we tell Uh, jeff a little more about that cockroach please Oh yeah, it had a. It, the funny thing is, that when it did walked, it make like a crunching noise? It did. It made a crunching it? noise, and it made like oh, a. I it, can still you, hear you when I take my headphones <laughs> like off. Like a. Like when it. Did you see that even the, the little Zoo hairs named on the legs. cockroach Tom Brady? Aww. Oh, nice. <laughs> no, but they drew the cockroach with like go. little hairs on its legs too, so it's very fuzzy looking. Whenever um, I think of scary things, I think of Courage the Cowardly Dog, yep. and then that episode of Rugrats where Angelica thought she was getting an older br- or a little baby brother. Oh, Do you that remember weird that with the huge thing. baby? Oh, that's terrifying. Those I equate together: Courage Those- the Cowardly <laughs> Dog and that episode of Rugrats with the talking baby. Courage. He was a smoker. He was a smoker baby. <laughs> Courage scared everyone as a kid, but in a way that we like still love it. It was our safe horror movie thing. It was really interesting because in the first season they had him talk a lot and then they basically just made him mute from seasons two through four. And it added to that slapstick Tom and Jerry, the main character can't speak but everything around him can Mm -hmm. to it. And it it stayed true to a lot of like Looney Tunes style humor but in a very creepy, new, cool way. I I loved, loved Courage. So Nice. That's a good pick. Yeah. Danny, we're we're all uh, we're down to our last two picks. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the all-around favorite and very applicable now that it's coming back, Magic School Bus. Yes. Nice. So 90s cartoon of all the 90s cartoons that could ever 90s cartoon ever. Um, this is what I like to call an emergence of edutainment, <clears throat> which is super in right now. But um, they kind of were one of the first ones that were like, oh, we're going to be educational and you won't know about it. The president of school, I wrote this down, the president of the Scholastic Entertainment, Deborah Forte, actually said that they were hearing concerns about that they wanted to prove science education for girls and minorities across the globe. And I am both of those. So I was super in a magic school bus. I loved Miss Frizzle, um, who was voiced by Lily Tomlin, um, who actually won a daytime Emmy. 
a daytime <laughs> Emmy for this. Nice. Yes. And if you guys don't know, Magic School Bus is coming back, and Kate McKinnon will be playing Miss Frizzle. <laughs> Did you not know Jesus. that? Jesus. Gonna have sorry. to lower the. I feel like sorry. I'm screaming. I feel I'm like sorry. I'm screaming. I have a big old crush you on guys, Kate McKinnon. She was. I have a crush on Kate McKinnon too. But also Miss Frizzle because she was a sa- like she was a fun sassy teacher. Her yeah. her style. There was a girl at Comic Con that was Miss Frizzle. Did you guys see that? The I, one girl at Comic Con. The one girl. <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. Hold on. Let me let me go through Come my on, memory who, of the. How many Three hundred and eighty thousand people. Yes, they weren't a Harley and Quinn or a Deadpool. Okay, yeah, it was Miss Frizzle. She stood out. Okay, she didn't. She it wasn't like a friggin' everyone else that play, that was the Joker uh, last year. But yeah, the theme song was done by Little Richard. I for don't know everyone, who that is. <laughs> shut up. Do you not know who Little Richard is? <laughs> no, I don't know what is that. Shut up. <laughs> okay, now someone's just trolling. Um, can we talk about cockroaches again? When they, yeah, we can. They they were really on the magic school bus. Noise. Yeah. yeah, little Richard is a cockroach. What? <laughs> um, I once accidentally stuck a key through a cockroach. Yeah, you've told me that story. What? Before. Yeah, it uh, it was over the. I thought I could just like make it go away, and I just kept oh, jabbing and at you just it. Impaled it, and I just impaled it. <laughs> Like it was on the door, and I just I was just like trying to if be like. I, if I did shoo. that with a car key, I would sell that car. <laughs> uh, like and I, I would threw, put it in the Carfax report what I did. I threw the keys on the ground, and I woke up my parents, <laughs> and I made them pick up the key because I just I wanted to throw up because the sound was horrible. You mean because it's gross? It sounded like uh, mashing mm. potato chips and Jello together. It was just like a. One time I tried to pick up a lizard, one of the little tiny ones that you can see through them, and I was trying to save him by putting him outside, and when I picked him up, I smushed him. Oh, <laughs> poor good boy lizard. Anyways, that's my pick. That's a good pick. Squishing a lizard. A Squishing a lizard that's is a Danny's pick. pick. All right. Jeff, what do you got? All right. Uh, I am uh, I'm still deciding between two, so I'm going to give my final one as my fourth of <laughs> Uh, this one's gonna win probably uh, oh wow I, I, what do you want me to say it's Batman the Animated Series it's one of the greatest animated I feel like that's definitely time. not gonna win really we'll see you're say, by it you saying that is. by the way you're, you're using your influence in a wrong oh way. Vanessa look where the screen is frozen <laughs> I am just going to wow we got Beetlejuice gritting over here I <laughs> Oh, that is a fantastic situation. Get that saved. I feel like if I had gotten a crayon, a neon crayon, and written Magic School Bus, that maybe I would have won. Maybe somebody should have thought about how to win one of these things. Yeah. Uh, How can you not pick Batman the Animated Series? It's it's a it's perfect. It's It's great. It's the best Joker Um, in animation. First season, a little rocky. It's it's not it's not perfect, uh, but it gets perfect. Which is fantastic. It was primetime cartoon, which is great. It premiered at primetime, and then it was a, a, an afternoon. Delight. A lot of people uh, used it as said it was a Saturday morning cartoon. It wasn't. It was a weekday afternoon yeah, cartoon. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was. Saturday, it didn't go Saturdays. Yeah. didn't go Saturdays until um, The Adventures of Batman and Robin came into play. Um, but it was really fantastic. It really sort of solidified the Paul Dini and Bruce Tim relationship that was created way back during Masters of the Universe. It's a, uh, it's great. It's a, it's, it's still viewed as today as a flawless cartoon. Like everybody knew it was coming, so there it is. It's Batman the Animated Series. I didn't know you were it's a Batman so fan. <laughs> I know it's it's really weird. 
You wouldn't think. I, I should have like picked it right before he yeah. spoke. Oh, I've, I've, I've got plenty fine. You could have a line. That's I, how we watch Jeff throw a person into the wall. And there's all. <laughs> grit and crack I love that that so person would be me. <laughs> oh, no, I get threatened with that a lot. Okay. <laughs> He's an angry bag of laundry. I will meat. say that I do feel like Batman the Animated Series, like you could freeze frame any part of that show and like blow it up on your wall. Like it's so beautiful. It's so pretty. The the uh the Bruce Tim style of animation is fantastic. Is that me? I I'm almost positive, yeah. <laughs> I pres- oh my media restarted as a volume. I apologize. And just that. like the music's iconic and it's people yeah, are beautiful. debating in the I'm, yeah. comments if the Simpsons would count. And it would absolutely No it, it would the I the, feel like the Tracy Ullman show started. Here's, I don't even think it started why, in the eighties. Here's why I didn't. Here's why I didn't pick that. Yeah, The Simpsons started in '88. Um, my what I looked for is I didn't pick anything that started started in the eighties or started in 1999. Like I made it a point to avoid those things to make them really canonically 90s. a 90s thing. Because you can catch your stride That, that, that doesn't 90s. make sense to well, me for The Simpsons. For but me, the, calling The Simpsons an 80s cartoon is, is we, absurd. No. I don't think I can, The Simpsons are I also consider cartoon. The Simpsons transcendent. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, I can I see making that argument. Cartoon, but see The Simpsons transcendent. It's a sitcom. Time. It's been on longer past the 90s than it was on in the 90s. Yeah. Best yeah. 1700s so that's cartoon. Why, <laughs> that's why I wouldn't count The Simpsons just because it's it's been on longer now like it, it's older than me. Like it doesn't. Count. Yeah, it's it's been on for more than twice the ten years that the nineties were. Yeah, exactly. Basically, what you're saying. Yeah, I mean. But anyway, I digress. Uh, mm-hmm. The Simpsons started eighty eight. I know you're saying eighty nine, but come on, Tracy Ullman counts. Yeah. Tra- but was Tracy Ullman eighty eight? They said that. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. I think you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, I might be. I might be, and then I'm a dick. Uh, I don't consider it. I I honestly don't consider The Simpsons to be a show that takes place during time. Like I don't I don't view it as a timed show. It's and when it's still happening, yeah. There you go. I mean, the '90s. Jesus Christ, it was 18 years ago. Yeah. Like if it was 18 years ago and it's still happening now, you weren't a '90s show. You were a show that existed during the '90s. Yeah. It's not Frasier where it's obviously that. Well, also, like you said, it doesn't feel not none of it. The only times you can really tell what year you're watching is whenever they're talking about an election or it's Elon Musk episodes. Or a guest star. Yeah. And like other than that, it's it's deeply, deeply timeless. Like it's not like a lot of other shows that happen around the time where you're just like, oh, this is clearly the early 90s. Yeah. Okay, um, Vanessa, what's And it's next still one? on. Like it's still on. I, I don't think any of the ones that we mentioned are still on. Be um, funny if Vanessa was like, The Simpsons is my name. <laughs> No, actually, uh, it's a show that's just as loved as The Simpsons, and it's not on, and I can't find anywhere to watch it anymore, and it makes me mad. King of the Hill. Um, Like, I don't count King of the Hill as an adult show because I think so many kids watch King of the Hill because it wasn't so over-the-top adult like a lot of adult cartoons were. (laughs) I don't know you! (laughs) I don't know you! That's my purse! Yeah, that's that, that, by the way, is still one of the greatest scenes. Ever. Ever. Or when Bobby uh, is told that he can, <laughs> if winds are strong enough, he can throw an egg into his barn and it'll go through. And he just tosses the egg and it just lobs right back into his face. <laughs> it's one of the most perfect sight gags I have ever seen. The Simpsons, I the Simpsons, can you see where my brain is most of the time? King of the Hill is so deeply quotable and we love all of the characters. We know all of the facets of them. Like they, are, No character on that show felt like a throwaway character. They all had storylines that we gave yeah. a shit about. You know what I loved about King of the Hill is I always look back at it fondly but it wasn't a hilarious show. 
That's the funny thing. It I was, disagree. It was really I, funny. I never really I thought viewed King it as of hilarious. Hilarious. Really I always funny. remember it as being sort of like like a good mid-level. I'm chuckling to myself throughout the whole thing. But That's I my never purse. Really saw, the like, egg moment. It's literally anything that happens to Peggy. Uh, the yeah, episode, you're wrong, Jeff. The episode <laughs> where fine. Peggy That's and fine. the drag queen hang out. And yeah. Hank Not just in this, but in that general. The drag queen like and life. the drag queen out of drag are brother and sister. And he yeah. keeps like saying nice things about, oh my God. King of the Hill has oh, some so of good. pocket it's, sand. Pocket sand is one of the funniest things to ever happen in the 90s. Like Dale Gribble is a treasure. Uh, King of the Hill to this day, like everybody in every facet of life found something they loved about it. Like I could not relate to any of the characters on that show less, but I still love the piss out of it. It was sort of the also like the like Beavis and Butthead crowd grew up. Yeah. Yeah. And they, it and was they like, but well, also all of the. Sort of I can view Larry the cable guy slash like if Mike Rowe were a cartoon <laughs> uh, really? type of people. Look, it was really big on sort of the idea of cultural acceptance and what it means, like you know the idea of like toxic masculinity and like and like dealing with all these different all these different sort of social things in a way that was very simple and very sweet. It par- it did it in it reminded me of Colbert in that it wasn't so it it, it wasn't a parody that was just very ham-fisted like you were still charmed by the character um that and to this day a lot of people i know when they talk about comedies they enjoy they usually bring up a lot of bobby hill things because bobby hill is like the comedian dork before all of us grew up like trying to sell jokes to yakov smirnoff and (laughs) like am i a prop comedian or like for anybody that's a comedian now especially like we we have a lot of Bobby Hill moments that we'll watch it and be like, oh, shit, I did stuff like that. What's the one he did at Sunday school where he was like studying magic and he started doing all of Christ's miracles? Yeah. <laughs> and he like turned the water to wine and everything. Like, that's pretty brilliant. Can, uh, just fucking Kenny G living in the supermarket. No, not Kevin, uh, Chuck Mangione. Yeah. Chuck Mangione living in the supermarket. Uh, such a good fucking episode. King of the Hill was both laugh out loud funny, but was also something that you can, it had watchability, which a lot of shows in the 90s don't have. I did I did like that show. It never stood out to me as one of the best, but it was always just like, like a very reliable show. Like you know you're going to be entertained as you watch the show. Yeah. Good pick. Good pick. Danny, what's well, your last pick? I feel like my last pick doesn't count anymore because it was South Park and it's still going. So, yeah, see, that's the thing. How, I mean, yeah, we, well, we all, then, well, here's what my, else should I we're, pick? We're all Give me one, one and I'll defend it right no, now. No, here's my question. If you can't pick South Park for the best 90s cartoon, when can you pick it? Just because it's been lo- running the longest, you can never put it as best cartoon. I watched all it the we most were explaining, the 90s. All we were explaining was the idea of why we cho- didn't choose right. The Simpsons. And yeah. I, I, so feel I think like, South Park would I'm still open I would to... put I would put South Park more than I'd put and The I Simpsons. And like, yeah. I also feel like I feel like The Simpsons had their best years in the 90s. So Ooh, I, feel I, like I agree with that. Them. I agree with I would you. Put don't, what? don't listen to them. I, I agree with Sim- you and I. I'd put The Simpsons as sort of transcendent. Simpsons were not the best. Yeah, but still, but that's not really my question is, if a show has just been going on for a long time, then what decade but do you pick every it for? season of okay, every season of South Park re- reflects the exact year that it was created. The Simpsons comes off as very timely. Yeah, but that's nip, South- now we're really nitpicking. No, no, no. Well, no, I'm, I'm going with Jeff on this too because 90s South Park is clearly in 
the 90s. It's, They're talking about what the happened in the time. It's the spirit of what it is. And 90s Are you just Simpsons, doing this so you can add the Simpsons and... and no, I'm j- I'm, no, I'm asking because Danny asked, like... No, she can... I, th- I, th- I, I think South Park's a fine Look, pick. We're we were, and I think if someone picked the yeah. Simpsons, it would have made sense. We're just sense. explaining why we didn't pick the Simpsons. Okay, I guess I'm going with 90s South Park, which I watched <laughs> the most of. I thought it was so fucking cool to be in middle school uh, and watching this show that I did... I think it was kind of one of those things where if your parents weren't fully aware, it was like, oh, it's animated um, and then they became fully aware when it started to appear on 2020 and all of these news <laughs> stories about how your kids probably shouldn't be watching this I do love um, that the creators uh, made it so that uh, it was kind of like how they they thought that kids talk which is slightly true I feel like my friends and I were using cuss words at this time I loved it. I loved that, yes, The Simpsons was political at times, but they kind of skirted around politics. South Park fucking stomped on politics. They got in your face about it. They did not tiptoe. They weren't eggshell walking. They weren't afraid of it. Got in your face about so many things, including religion, celebrities, just, just... doing things that you weren't supposed to do, especially for a cartoon. Like, this was still a time when cartoons were largely not political. Yeah. Um, What was great is they were allowed to do, like, they would... They would write the episode on Sunday, or like what? What was it? So Wednesday is when they when they aired, right? It was a Wednesday show. Yeah. So they would start writing on Thursday, and then they would have it animated within a week, and that really gives you a lot of room to sort of really talk about the current society they, that you're. Yeah, living they kind of remind me of SNL because you always knew, like, yeah. whatever this yeah. week was coming up, that it was going to be addressing whatever political thing yeah. had happened. Standard animation takes three to six months. Have you ever looked into all the reasons they're able to do it that quickly? Have you seen? The, like uh, they don't. There's no, yeah, no legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just. It was. Yeah, and they and when they did they all have the like cut out, cut out animation. Yeah. yeah, I love how they also make fun of themselves because at, since the beginning, at the beginning of the thing, you know, they always have to do the disclaimer, but also says due to its content, it should not be viewed by anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Like I just fucking love that that they don't take themselves seriously. Of course, um, also having Primus a, did their Trey Parker Primus and Matt did their Stone. Theme song. That's that's a nineties pretty cool. Ass, uh, but also, situation. yeah, having Trey Parker and Matt Stone, like uh, having them appear at the awards, um, that iconic moment. The um, yeah, the J Lo dress, and <laughs> I think that's what makes them more nineties than any of the suggestions because Matt and Trey were such nineties icons in themselves. Yeah. Like we were watching what they were doing. We gave a shit about what animators and producers were doing. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. Yeah, in the they 90s. became celebrities. They became celebrities. And animators aren't celebrities back then. Yeah, even now in any show, we don't really like follow the people behind it. But Matt and Trey, like especially in the '90s, like them and the Jackass guys and like other people were the people that we were following, and they became our icons of the '90s. Are they? Are they? Uh, are they EGOT? Oh, is one of they, them an EGOT? I think uh, one of them is, might be. Or is, is Trey Parker EGOT? I don't know. I know he's got, uh, they have an Emmy. I think they have an Oscar for Is it um, one of the songs. The, yeah. And a Tony for um, uh, Book, of Mormon. Book of Mormon. So I feel like a Grammy is all they would need. And he's a musical guy. You know, yeah, that sounds right. Maybe. somebody. I'm just a- so angry at Jeff for going, uh, is he EGOT? <laughs> no. Guys, guys, no, wait. Is he EGOT? Meanwhile, oh, yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. who doesn't live in Los Angeles wants to punch you right now. <laughs> and so do I. 
Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You can punch me. Anyway, uh, EGOT is uh, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. I didn't know that because I was in LA. I learned that because of sad? 30 Rock. Is that EGOT? Is that's because sad? of 30 Rock. That's why I knew that. Is and that EGOT? 30... I'm going to spit directly in your mouth in a not sexy way. He's well, like a llama. Do it in an EGOT way. Anyways, I, do, I, I fucking watched with my middle school best friend, or my fifth grade best friend, who then became my middle school best friend. We would just fucking like stay in her room and watch South Park, and we thought it was so damn cool. It I was like the thing you watched when you were... So bad. It was pretty yeah. badass. Your, yeah. I, think, I feel like your South Park was my Beavis and Butthead, that we watched it because our parents didn't want us to watch it. Yep. Mm-hmm. That... I was not allowed to watch Beavis and Butthead. And there were comments of anal, and it's like, what even is that? I'm... 10. You just stick it in a girl and then you pee. That was That's there. my pick. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good pick. I like it. Jeff, what's your next pick? You I, got? Uh, I w- had to choose between two, and I, I will uh, let you be known that I am eliminating a cartoon that I taped on VHS every Saturday morning. I am not use- doing the X-Men cartoon, and I am instead... Hero alert, America! <laughs> That's a big deal for me. Come on, I'm not picking an X-Men cartoon? Yeah. Uh, I'm picking Darkwing Duck. Yeah! Darkwing like, Duck! When you're in trouble, you can call DW. It was a great, it was a great send-up, uh, a very clever sort of uh, send up of the superhero genre it was it was Disney Batman it was fantastic let's um, get dangerous. dangerous it was great it was a slapsticky goofy uh, fantastic Disney an- during the, the heyday of Disney's TV animation by the way uh, Darkwing Duck was mm-hmm. sort of like a spiritual spinoff uh, of DuckTales uh, which DuckTales was alright but it was so late 80s early 90s over that bridge and Darkwing and yes. Duck is very not. it's like Started and ended in the 90s. Very strong. But they also had like the Gizmo Duck cameos every once in a while from DuckTales. Launchpad, Launchpad McQuack yeah. was a character in there. So it was, you know, connected universes. But Darkwing Duck is just so strong. And it's still, the, the comics for Darkwing Duck now are fantastic. Like it's still such a great thing. Like it's a great, you know, it did a lot of, it, it took a lot of like if Batman had Spider-Man's villains. Uh, and I think that's fa- I think it it's was, great. Like, it was so great to come out in Disney during that time. Like you said, it was huge in animation. The animation was so and crisp, yet, too. It was so much better than Bonkers. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you remember Bonkers. The Bobcat whatever thing that was a police officer. I enjoyed it, but it was no Darkwing Duck. Well, I loved, I loved Tailspin. I thought Tailspin, yeah, Tailspin was great. Yeah, Tailspin was great. Uh, I, I have to say... Talking uh, Jungle Book. I, I, I didn't watch it, but Aladdin uh, mm-hmm. was a, was a very well It was well okay. Received. The Little Mermaid one was okay. And Gargoyles. Gargoyles I was fantastic. Yeah. I wish I had watched... I wasn't that I super into Gargoyles at the time. Gargoyles. And I guarantee you I'd be super into it right now. But it's like I can't find... You have to get it on like DVD. I have them like, somewhere. Oh, okay. I'm going to steal them. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a good pick. So that's it. Duck gargoyles. That's my <laughs> Vanessa. Perfect. What's your last pick? I actually just changed my last choice. Of course. Okay. You did. Yeah. Well, because my last choice came back and it doesn't really it's nineties, but it doesn't really feel that nineties. And I wanted to pick something Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I wanted to pick something I almost picked that one. Really, really, really obviously. What one 90s. did you pull out? Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, somebody's gonna die because the comments have been begging for Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah. Okay. The re hey, Hifa. Look at Rocco's shirt. Look at his house. Everything about Rocco screams this was made in the 90s. I love his it. fucking purple couch with the little purple. Wait, wait so, so is that are your you pick? Say, are you picking? Yeah. 
I'm picking oh, Rocco's. Oh, because I thought he asked oh, what one you no, cut. Well, I was gonna cut, cut. I was gonna do Powerpuff Girls. Okay, but Powerpuff. I cut it for um, Rocco because while it. I love Powerpuff, more of Powerpuff, mm. I felt like happened in the early 2000s. Um, it, so like great. it hit its renaissance in the early it 2000s. It hated around that. Um, but Rocco just exists in this sweet little 90s spot where everything's disgustingly 90s and the B-52s did their theme song. Oh, I love that. Uh, and the... Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's yeah. Modern Life. And like, it wow. had... It was one of the first introductions we got to like that Johnny Bravo type of like dirty jokes hidden right in front of your face. Oh, hello, Rock. Why don't you come inside? <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. baby. Oh, ba- <laughs> or like choky chicken. And it had such... Fantastic writers and some of my favorite character design, like Rocco or the doctor that his friend Heifer fell in love with with the hook, the cat <laughs> with the hook arm. Oh, hey, Rock. <laughs> or the infamous Rocco picking berries, but it's actually a bear testicle in the. Uh, yeah. They also had some really interesting references of the 90s to like shit we were afraid of, like big conglomerates. Like they had conglomo as a big, terrifying, looming thing in the town. And how Mem- the outdoors wasn't the outdoors yes. anymore. It was in a big geodome. Yes. And you had to go through, I was going like, to say that, like. You had to go to uh, the escalators and. Bass Pro Shop, they got lost, they got stuck yeah. in or whatever. So it, yeah. it. While I really, really love. Powerpuff Girls, I feel like Rocco is more quintessentially 90s. It is very 90s. You know, when I first got my job at the comic book shop, I, my first thought was immediately, I'm like Rocco's Modern Life now. Yep. You <laughs> have a, a dog named shop. Spunky. That's Oh, the dog that used to eat everything. Yeah, yeah hey, it was spunky. little legs out. Just, you moonlight as a sex phone call. sex operator. Yeah, phone sex operator. Oh, yeah. Damn. Oh, baby. Damn, Nickelodeon. Oh, baby. I love Rocco. That's a good pick. Good pick. All right. Now it's time to cut some shit. Let's cut some shit. How do we shit. cut um, Well, we take a look at that list well, right here's, there. Well, here's the list just okay. to refresh everyone, uh, everyone's memory okay. who's watching at home. What we have on the list right now. All of these are going to hurt. Pepper yeah. Ann, Animaniacs, Freakazoid, Hey Arnold, Ren and Stimpy, The What a Cartoon Show, Dragon Ball Z, The Tick, Courage the Cowardly Dog, Magic School Bus, Batman the Animated Series, King of the Hill, South Park, Darkwing Duck, and Rocco's Modern Life. Are we Rocco's Modern saves? Life. What? He Are gets we going to have saves? He gets one save. I get to save okay. one. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> Danny, what's your what what do you want to cut from this list? You am, go first. Am Ian I Sean cutting McClendon's. my own? You just cut one. No, you can cut anyone's. <laughs> you can cut one of your own if you want. No, but you, why <laughs> would you do that? That'd be silly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm new. I'm going to cut... Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. Courage the Cowardly Dog. No! I don't know if it's quintessential. Like, when I think of 90s, I don't know if I think of... Is it... Was it... Wasn't it towards the end? Well, the pilot episode was in 1996 uh, on What a Cartoon. But, but... And then it de- it premiered around that same time. Uh, it, but it when it got its seasons. own series, I feel like it was... Don't worry about the time. We've I'm already debated all the time. Just the cowardly okay, dog. Yeah, I was oh, say, no, someone's to, angry. I'm sorry. Everyone's going to be everyone's angry. Oh, yeah, people are going to get really mad oh, in this no. part. It's fun. Yeah, it's really great, especially when people get mad at you because we picked 15 total. Ooh, <laughs> and everyone's <laughs> like, why didn't you pick this one obscure cartoon island? Carrie D. Marino says, put that dog down. Why, why would you hold? Okay. <gasps> That's a good puppy. That's a good puppy. That's a real good puppy. 
That's a little hole in his yeah. tooth. Right. One right. had to be cut, guys. It, okay, Damn. I'm not what, gonna read it. Jeff, anymore. what's your first? Yeah, it's pepper in. It's pepper in. No, on, just because yeah. you didn't relate to the training bra like episode. She was <laughs> no, it wasn't school. the one I related you to that episode specifically. It. I have a feeling that. We uh, are look, a different age, and you might have pretty not good, grown up. Pretty with good it. feeling to have. Well, yeah, but I mean, come on, everybody knows that thing's not making pepper it. Pepper in, pepper in, much too cool for. Okay, Vanessa, what would you like to cut? Uh, okay, um, I'm gonna go with, and I'm sorry. Uh, magic school bus uh, ah. just because I was a little These dick people. when it comes to being turned to learn <laughs> yeah like, there's a lot of learning and I don't like that in my entertainment well uh, I, I did a lot of my learning via 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 the readings and I, uh, and what I like to be tricked into learning yeah. she's like <laughs> I prefer my attainment without any edging <laughs> um I'm gonna cut. Oh god! She's gonna get mad now. Yeah, no, I just vindictively. Well, no, I just feel like no matter what I say, people are gonna get angry. So well, for it, doesn't, fuck it doesn't matter. Um, oh yeah, it doesn't matter. Like they're they'll be fine. They're used to this. Um, I'm we gonna, anger them every week. I'm gonna cut '90s Deadpool Freakazoid. No. Uh, I mean all that. We gotta hold that for the Warner Brothers. I was gonna eliminate that anyway. I uh. I gotta have to take a. Uh, let me see what, what else we got here. Um, I hate to do this to you, Gritten, uh, but I'm I'm gonna pull the what a cartoon show just because. <laughs> I'm gonna draw on your face. That's fine. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. I get it. It's just it doesn't. What a cartoon is why Dexter's Lab exists. Uh, people are yeah, probably people like, are probably gonna. You should have picked Dexter's Lab. <laughs> oh, a lot of people were like, "Where's Dexter's Lab? This is ridiculous." Um. My turn. Uh, or wait, no. Oh, is sorry. It? Oh, never mind. Not again. Yeah, so still. Ha- have we already? No, I haven't picked one yet. Oh, okay. You got one more. Um, uh, one more cut. Uh, just because it doesn't. F- I'm gonna go with South Park. Um, while oh. I love it, I mm. love it more. It's the same thing with The Simpsons. I love it more now. South Park getting the cut. Wow. Wow. Jeez. What am I going to do with all my who killed the Kenny lanyards that I picked up? <laughs> <laughs> or the bootleg ones that I got in Guatemala, which is L. Kenny, uh, and his coat is blue. Damn right. It. Guatemala. So I have to save one now. You got to save one of these turds. Yeah, I was, uh, I was pretty sure what I was going to save until Vanessa's last cut. Uh you know what? I'm going to save the What a Cartoon Show. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with People, it. People, yeah. uh, I've never seen it, but hearing Vanessa describe it, I think it deserves. I think it deserves a spot. And we get list. Dexter and Robot yeah. Jones. Yeah, and everyone's crying, fucking whining over Dexter's lab. So there, there you go. You go. Back on the list, motherfuckers. Oh, I see Chet Wild just joined, so he could plug some sort of. Oh hashtag. yeah, I wonder what Chet Wild will come on here and start plugging. I just stole Marcus. Um, so, did uh, any of these cartoons have uh, have uh, any soundtracks by uh, Fastball? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, y'all talk amongst yourselves now. I'm going to put the poll up. Oh okay. And then the audience right. decides who who do you guys what do, what do you think is going to win? I feel I, like Batman. Batman. Going, Batman. I I hope the Tick wins because. Uh, our the tick is so good. King of the Hill. I'm pulling, I think Hey Arnold. I'm pulling for what a cartoon just because I love <laughs> and th- if we can at least at one point together watch Yucky Duck and 
I'll watch Yankee Duck. <laughs> the fact that it existed and it was allowed to exist for a while. I'm okay with it. You know, I almost used Duck Man as one of my cartoons. Uh, do you guys know I almost did Duck Man? How many of you even know what Duck Man is? I do not. Duck Man was a cartoon on the USA Network voiced by Jason Alexander, (laughs) where he was a sex-crazed, piece-of-shit, anthropomorphic duck. Was this Howard the duck? No, it was called Duck Man. That's all it was. I know, but was it a... No, it wasn't. It, It wasn't. It was just this... He was just a sleazy scumbag it wasn't howard the duck where like there's any sort of sense of heroism or like like it was just him being a complete piece of shit it was a horny duck the entire time uh yucky duck all right yeah that that, that's that's... gross ass john k style yucky duck there it is with his weird feet and the little hairs drawn on everyone's asses my goal now that i'm an adult is to have hey arnold's bedroom there it is i can make it happen I can have a pull-out bed. <laughs> I can have a skylight. I can live with in a boarding house with a bunch of other. Yeah. I mean, it sounds so great, doesn't mm-hmm. it? How it's much doable? You know, when especially you think Arnold had low bugs, like for sure, probably. <laughs> I was just thinking about the boarding house and how Oscar is just a slob of a man. He he, like they he for sure brought in bed bugs. They're, yeah, people are asking about. Um, like we get a lot of stuff that people are asking about. And uh, one of the things, uh, I don't know if you guys did the thing too, but I definitely sort of s- tried to steer clear away from like the, the uh, grown up themed animated series of the nineties. Anybody else like try to go more kid friendly? Yeah, like that, I think because a lot of the people watching now and also our ages, I wanted to be something that was like it's, easily accessible. They watched, yeah. uh, when they were uh, younger. Yeah. Cause like, like I said, with both Ren and Stimpy and um, uh, South Park, they were, I'm a latchkey kid and my parents yeah, wanted right. to do whatever I want. And that's why, because a lot of us had double working parents. It was just like, I'm going to watch TV all the time. And I don't care if I uh, learned about anal today. <laughs> oh, what just happened? All right. There you go. The, uh, the poll is up. So if people want to go vote. Ooh, I'm going to go do that. Oh, I should vote. Yeah, you can vote. Are you are you in the Unpops Live group? I am. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to vote. Adam Todd Brown created a... Oh, I guess I should vote. You can vote multiple times, even. Oh. Batman the Animated Series is uh, not getting any... Okay, there's two votes now. I just gave Hey Arnold. How many votes are we allowing ourselves? You can vote as many times as you well, want. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't want to just plug all my stuff. Will you vote as many times as you want, please? <coughs> How long is this going for? We are almost... You mean the poll? Yeah. We'll leave it up for a few minutes, and then we usually leave, announce when there's 90 seconds left. Yeah. It's frozen, and I look really angry. Stop being so goddamn angry. I know. Especially with this cutoff tea. It's, like, very angry. It's very, like... <laughs> oh, yeah, you Is do. Is that a thing about Maria. cutoff teas? Mm-hmm, yeah. The, Maria, get over the here. The official shirt of anger. Do you remember... No, Tom, Tommy, you get over here. Do you remember <laughs> Maria and Tom? Anyways, what's uh, up, guys, from Hey Arnold? My favorite Hey Arnold character was that girl that Arnold loved that kind of looked like Helga but wasn't Helga. I don't she know. had a pink dress and uh, flip-out blonde hair. Uh, or the Carmen episode where they taught kids what opera was. Um, again, he loved jazz. <laughs> you know, samba si tapas. So let's look at the, the let's look at the poll right now. And then, chicken on his chicken on his. And then we'll then we'll put ninety seconds on the clock. 
So right oh. now in the lead, uh, Animaniacs. Number two, Rocco's Modern Life. Number three, Dragon Ball Z. Number four, Batman the Animated Series. And number five, Hey Arnold. So we are going to leave this going for another. Someone said Dragon Ball WTF. Um, it aired here in the 90s, in the late 90s. Yeah, it carried over into the 2000s. But, you know, it was actually created in yeah, Japan was, in 89. I was going to say, it also was animated during the 90s. So yeah, it was fine. animated in the 90s. And then it appeared originally, I believe, on four kids. Uh, you might have not seen it until it was on Toonami. Um, but I remember it was, four kids. Yeah, it yeah, was, that Sonic it was show around. On it. And then it was huge in 2000s for people like me. But yeah. It was definitely also, aired in the '90s. Non-animated world. I want to give a shout out to The Good Place on uh, on uh, the sitcom that's going on right now. Have you? I've been watching it uh, on Hulu. God damn it, that's a good show. What are you talking about? The Everybody tells me I should be watching The Good Place. It's so good. And it have me... any of you watched The Good Wife? I was about to say. <laughs> do you do you watch that show, Adam? The other I, day, I love The Good Wife so much. The other day, and there's a spinoff starting next week called. The good fight. Oh no! Oh, that's right. what I was gonna I've say. Seen it. A bunch of people were telling me what shows I should watch because I wanted to see what I should see that's streaming. And somebody said Good Place, and then Good Wife, and then uh, somebody else suggested Good Times, and these were all <laughs> separate <laughs> from each other. Nice. Uh, and there's another good one that's on right now. So four different people suggested a good something nice. to me. In the Good Wife is great. Everybody, I know it's a, good I know it's a CBS show is for old EGOT? people. I don't know if it's EGOT yet, <laughs> but is it certified oh, EGOT? <laughs> Excuse me, is this chicken breast EGOT? So how much longer do you think? Do, you're not going to spit on back. me. Okay. The, <laughs> the, uh, the, I have a Jeff spit story. It's been 90 seconds. Is it me spitting popcorn in your hair? No, but there's the time you spit popcorn in my hair. It was a different time. It was you were trying to teach me how you can uh, spit real far. And you're like, I bet I can hit that overhead tubing. Uh, uh, from over here and you spat and a gust of wind came at us and it hit me right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time to refresh and see right, see, see our winner. Time to Drum roll. Please. Is it Animaniacs? Oh, it's Animaniacs. Oh. And it's the Animaniacs. I think at number five, Hey Arnold. Number four, Dragon Ball Z. Number three, Batman the Animated Series. I told you it wasn't going to win. Number two, Rocco's Modern Life. And number one, Animaniacs. I will think think Rocco's Modern Life was also uh, the official uh, replacement of hashtag fastball at Chet's. Oh, is that what you're going to blame this time? No, that's just thought on the thing. No one knows what you're talking about, Jeff. That's fine. Rocco's at Chet's. uh, Hey, Arnold is still. Did anything get in my heart? Darkwing Duck coming in last, and yeah. Ren, I thought Ren and Stimpy would do better. God. I thought so too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. not I a lot actually, of I can't K. believe this many people know what what a cartoon is. Like, yeah, I'm actually, it, that's surprised. a respectable show. I, I, I feel actually, like they might not know it. I think but it's out of when respect, you named yeah. out of when you named all the shows that they do yeah. know. Yeah. They were like, oh yeah. Well, it's because it was rebranded at one point from What a Cartoon to the Cartoon Cartoon Show. And it was on for so like it was on for such a long block that most people didn't really see it start. It was just there by the time they turned on the TV. And Space Ghost hosted like the first yeah, two episodes. Space, Space Ghost. Ghost. Adam Space was saying. Ghost. Yeah, that's Ghost that's that would have been the I would have just picked Space Ghost coast to coast five times <laughs> if I was on this because yeah they had him host the first episode. Space Fuck, Ghost I love that so much. hosted the premiere of Powerpuff Girls. Nice. I used to I used to love watching Space Ghost before uh, Aqua Teen and like. Mm-hmm. Early 2000. 
I just like Space Ghost. 2003. Like space I've been trying to practice a meat wad. Yeah, that's right. I think we're going to get... We're, well, I'm gonna, we'll try to get Dana Snyder on. Yeah. Master Shake. That'll be fun. All right. This was a lot of fun. This was yeah, fun. Was. This, was, this great. was so much this fun. This was great. Did you guys have fun? Yeah. yeah so yeah. who officially won? Who picked Animaniacs? Uh, it's this yeah. guy. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I'm not crazy about that. Look, I'm sorry. Can Everybody they go in reverse? Let's I got, do it again. I got, I got the gold. No, because he got Darkwing Duck, too. I got the gold and the bronze. Yeah, you can go uh, reverse. Oh, no, I just meant from five. Because then you would have won. That would have been, you it picked Hey Arnold. Arnold <laughs> oh, this was a lot of fun. We should get out of here. Danny, do you have anything to plug? I do, you guys. If you're in Long Beach or want to go to Long Beach, you should catch my panel, Krillin It. It's a Dragon Ball Z slash Dragon Ball Super panel this Saturday really at Long fun. Beach Comic Con. Yes, uh, Vanessa did our live show uh, on Hyper RPG uh, like two weeks ago, and we had a lot of fun. But yeah, if you guys are at Long Beach Comic Con, we're actually having Kyle A. Bear, who's a voice of Gohan. He's also a voice of Ryu from Street Fighter and oh. every anime ever. Nice. He's in all of them. He's Ryu in every anime. Paul May <laughs> says three million illegal votes from California. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's Saturday, 11 a.m. at Long Beach Comic Con. Come out. Yeah. Nice. Oh, nice. Jeff, uh, uh, nobody likes you or cares what you're doing. And Vanessa. Kind of <laughs> took the wind out of old Jeff Rose sales. Okay, you? fine. Plug something then, uh, I guess. I'm at Flappers Friday the 17th and Thursday the 23rd. Uh... I will be at uh, the all parentheses most closed parentheses studio on the 22nd. And of course, March 10th, Mint on Card. Blast Mint from on the past Card. In Burbank. So come on down to sunny Burbank. Odds are it's definitely going to rain whenever Mint on Card is happening. Right. And uh, big ups to everyone who went. We had the best, uh, we had the best showing of, of all time. Nice. Vanessa, do you have anything to plug? I don't even know what's happening. Uh, March 2nd, I'm headlining at the Stage Theater in Fullerton. Uh, come out, because I want to hang out with you people. Um, I Follow me on Twitter, at uh, Ness Gritton, and then uh, look out for a podcast. Block her on Twitter. <laughs> and then look out for a podcast that I'm going to have coming out soon called the Take a Walk Podcast, where uh, comedians and artists uh, walk basically give me a tour of a neat place in Los Angeles and we make you a self-guided tour to check out fun areas that you maybe haven't heard of and to avoid those terrible double-decker buses. So Nice. That sounds oh, You awesome. don't want to be on one of those sightseeing double uh, buses? You don't want to do one of those things blocking up traffic while a bunch of people take pictures on of traffic? <laughs> and I am at uh, Castle Wolf and Show February 22nd. Nice. Yeah, I love Shooting Wolf and Nazis. Show. Yeah, that should be fun. I've done it twice. It's so fun. There's a performing under the, an Unpops performing under the influence March 3rd at I'll the Hollywood Hotel. I'll be performing, but not under the influence. You <laughs> are a pussy. I'll be performing. Nice. Everybody scratch my head. He'll be performing, but in that Batman shirt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, obviously. it's in my birthday in five days. Mm. Oh, nice. Woo! Everyone send Vanessa uh, drugs in the mail. And uh, No, I'm off those. <laughs> and uh, follow us on, you know, subscribe to our podcasts on Is it iTunes. Most of our podcasts are certified EGOT. Okay. We brought a guy in to put them through the EGOT process. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can trust that. Um, and, uh, you know, subscribe on ConnectPal. 
to get all of our podcasts every week. Go to egot.com. <laughs> and picture of Jeff giving you the finger. Don't forget for online-stopwatch.com for all your online-stopwatch needs. Of course. And follow me on Twitter at Adam Todd Brown. Follow the show at Unpops. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on all the places. On the socials. And give this podcast good ratings and reviews on iTunes. Yeah. Or else. Or else. Danny will fucking get you. All right. This was a lot of fun. It was. Yes. Danny, thank you for doing it. Thank you for having me. Say goodbye. Hey, Arnold. It should have won. <laughs> Jeff, say you goodbye. You got the Hey Arnold rookie car. <laughs> you animaniacs, folks. Yakko, wacko, and dot. Factory I don't sense. know you. That's, That's my, my purse. purse. Vanessa, say goodbye. I don't know you. That's my purse. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs>